Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to travel the world. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest who's actually from my home and native land. He's from Canada as well, but he's from the other side. I am from Vancouver, BC, Canada, and he's from Ontario. Uh, so we have a little bit of an east-west rivalry. Just kidding. <laughs> we actually, uh, you know, uh, good buddies no matter where our fellow Canadians are in the world <laughs> or in Canada. Uh, on today's interview, I'm going to be interviewing David about his uh, amazing app he has plus about all of uh, his uh, boutique travel. And we haven't covered that in our podcast yet, uh, but it's a unique area of travel. And uh, I'm looking forward to finding more about his boutique travel adventures. So David, uh, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you can share a little bit more about yourself with the, uh, for the sake of the listeners and viewers. Sure, sure. Um, I'm a, an entrepreneur uh, married to a wonderful woman. We've uh, uh, we've got a fairly new young son, uh, 15, or sorry, he's going to be 17 months old tomorrow. Um, so a, a very, very different lifestyle than, uh, than it was uh, a couple of years ago when we were really, really doing a lot of exploring, a lot of different travels, but uh, all new adventures and we're looking, to, looking forward to doing some family travels in the, in the near term. Yeah, definitely uh, life changes when you have uh, uh, kids. And uh, I know when we had our first kid, it definitely put a stop to our travels uh, for the first uh, I would say year or so we yeah. had a few road trips but then when we had a second and third kid we got a lot more confidence so I can yeah. definitely relate to the new parent struggles of having fears of uh, taking the kid on the plane taking the yeah. kid on long road trips and the kid basically freaking out or throwing tantrums so well you know it's uh, funny we went to a yes. wedding in your home uh, home city we went to Vancouver for my cousin's wedding uh, when William was six months old uh, and I, actually, I think when he, because he was so young, uh, he slept through the whole flight, and it was actually a completely effortless trip. Um, spoiled us a, a little bit, uh, and now we can't really even go to the superstore to get groceries without a, a hissy fit. So we're we'll work back up towards a, a, a good flight somewhere uh, fun soon. Yeah, the hissy fit, the tall drill tantrums are definitely frustrating. I, yep. I think I've grown a little bit of gray hair just from uh, trying to deal with those. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So David, uh, tell us about the app you developed. It's called Shop the App. Tell us more about uh, the origin of the app and what it's all about. Sure, sure. I'll try to keep it really short so we can focus on travel stuff. But uh, the app is really about uh, making it really easy for consumers, people, just your everyday person, to go out and find the best possible prices for whatever they're looking for, uh, but also to um, help them find the closest place to get it as well. So the app is really about saving people money but also about saving them time too so it's really about streamlining the whole shopping experience for people um, beyond that there's going to be a whole bunch of other really cool features and functionality uh, down the road where uh, there's some coaching and some uh, being able to aggregate uh, even your points accrual your rewards and things like that all centralized in one easy place um, but it'll be it'll be cool once it's all done but it's uh, it's still a little bit away from from getting out in the marketplace Tell us about the origin story of the app itself. I love uh, hearing how entrepreneurs and startup uh, startuppreneurs uh, start their company. Tell us about what made you uh, develop the app. Uh, was it a problem that you personally felt, or you just saw in the marketplace? You know, it's interesting. It was my wife. My wife is um, very good at uh, at shopping and stacking coupons and looking for deals. And she had come across an, an app that did some really great things. And she became the tester, like the, the beta tester for this particular app. And as I started to look into it, I realized 
you know, that was a great start, but there could be so much more that you could do with something like that. And, and so I started thinking about what I would want it to do. And I would ask her and I would ask friends if, you know, if this existed, would it be something that would, would you would want to use and would it change the way you shopped? And I, I kept hearing over and over again, absolutely get it out there. We would use it. Um, and so that's what spurred me on to, uh, to, to get the, the ball moving. Awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, tell us about some of the feedback, uh, you know, uh, that's what prompted it. And then tell us now that you've launched it, uh, what are some of the consumers saying about the app? Well, it's actually still in, in stealth mode or beta mode. Uh, it's being beat up by a lot of different people. And, and, and the feedback has been mostly positive in that they like some of the, you know, the usability and the features on it. But uh, a lot of the really constructive feedback, which is what you really are trying to get in these early days, is, you know, sort of the, how it looks, uh, how, you know, when you click on something, how it reacts and what kind of information it feeds back and how quickly it feeds back. All that information becomes incredibly valuable in terms of the experience because at the end of the day, if people don't like uh, using the app, they'll use it once and that'll be it. Uh, we want people to really love the experience and get the most out of it each and every time. So that's what we're building towards with, the, with all that feedback we're getting. So any, any tips for uh, someone who might want to launch their own app? I, I've always thought about that too. I mean, uh, I always see problems and I'm like thinking, we need an app for that. So uh, yeah. if someone wanted to develop their own app, any tips or advice uh, for wannabe app creators or kind of aspiring or new app creators? Yeah. I would say, uh, first and foremost, do your research in the marketplace to see if there's anything that currently exists. Uh, you don't want to spend all this time sort of coming up with the idea and fleshing it out and even spending investing money in it only to discover there's something really mature out there that's already solving that problem. So make sure you're not going up against uh, something that already exists that's already doing what you want it to do. Um, and then you know, you really need to find uh, support for this because I find as an entrepreneur, uh, that's the biggest challenge. You end up you end up swimming out in the ocean, the deep part of the ocean on your own a lot. And so finding a good network of people around you that understand the challenges and the obstacles and, you know, learn from their mistakes, learn from, you know, their their successes and uh, and and build off of all of that for yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree there as a fellow entrepreneur. Get support. Uh, I run a mastermind, and it's uh, mm -hmm. for other, uh, other travelpreneurs, other digital nomads to support them. So if any is listening and watching who wants to uh, get supported, uh, I'm actually in several, two different masterminds, and mm -hmm. I'm also leading another one, so three total. And uh, the, the first one's about uh, coaching. So uh, mm -hmm. a few of us are coaches, and every Monday night we support each other in a coaching business. Uh, I'm also in another one, uh, all uh, with parentpreneurs. They're also all fatherpreneurs, and they're not all travelers like myself, but they're all into business and uh, work-life balance stuff. And the third wow. one is uh, my digital nomad one, where uh, helping people create online in income so they can travel the world. Good for you. Wow, you're a busy guy. <laughs> all in the midst of traveling the world with a wife and three kids, uh, five and under. So definitely wow. a lot of work. <laughs> good for you. Great. Good stuff. So, David, I'm interested in your travels. I mean, I, uh, we talked earlier in the interview about uh, uh, the boutique uh, travel. Tell us a little mm -hmm. bit more about what does that mean? Is that similar to luxury travel or what does it mean to uh, be a boutique traveler? Well, I, I think in my early days of traveling, even before I met my wife, I had done a fair bit of traveling on my own um, and with friends. And, 
we we did a lot of the sort of very packaged, you know, large resorts, you know, things that were um, not very personalized, but they were very easy. You know, not very adventurous, but you you knew what you were going, you knew what to expect when you when you got to the big hotel. It was um, it was safe. Uh, that's the way I would probably describe it. Uh, as I as I became a little bit more seasoned, I found that I wanted to be a little more adventurous and maybe not necessarily take risks in the negative sense, but just maybe step outside my comfort zone and and try something you know a, a little different than what the average traveler might want to do. Um, when I met my wife, she hadn't done a lot of traveling, so it was kind of like we had to start a little bit from the beginning, get her comfortable with the traveling uh, at first, and then. Uh, she now loves the idea of, of trying things that are a little off off the beaten path. So when I talk about boutique um, travel, I, I love the idea of going to resorts that are a little smaller, a little bit more intimate, may not be on the biggest, most popular beach, but um, you know will certainly have more unique uh, amenities to it. Uh, one of the things I we did for our honeymoon, for example, we went to St. Lucia, which you know many people have been there. Uh, but you could go to a Sandals, which is a beautiful. Uh, they have multiple hotels there, and they're absolutely gorgeous to go to. Um, but you know, you're you're looking at several hundred rooms and lots of people, and uh, you know, you're you're always going to be in line at breakfast, and you're you know so. It, you, we've done sandals. Don't get me wrong. We we went to Jamaica and we did a sandals for New York, uh, for New Year's Eve, and, and it was a, a great experience, and we enjoyed ourselves. But it also reinforced our love for things like Saint Lucia and the Body Holiday uh, Resort, where you've got 125 rooms, but they're all very well appointed and big king size beds, and you know, 1,200 thread you know uh, thread count uh, linens and you know, it, everything is just a little bit different, a little bit more plush and lush, um, and it it really was something that we loved and we really enjoyed. And, and it's not for everyone, um, but we we became accustomed to these these little perks and these these wonderful little uh, little unexpected things that would happen uh, only at a boutique uh, experience uh, or a good experience uh, or a hotel. So. Uh, we, we've become addicted to that type of experience now. Yeah, and I, I know you booked uh, trips with uh, one of our future podcast guests. Mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, we actually have a common friend, Sheila, and it's a small world. I didn't even know you, uh, you knew Sheila, and then uh, I, I was uh, recording an interview. I was going to be recording an interview with her, and then I found out, yeah, well, you know each other, and you've actually worked with her. So mm -hmm. small world, isn't it? <laughs> it is, and especially Ottawa in particular, I find is, is, uh, is scary small. Canada, you know, it's funny. You'd meet somebody from the States, and they say, I know somebody in Canada. There is a chance you might know them or you know somebody who knows them it's it's really such a small world but Sheila uh, she owns a, a travel uh, agency uh, called lush life travel and we just so, sort of fumbled together uh, through Facebook and ended up um, just having a casual conversation about what she does and and why she's a little different than your typical uh, travel agency and I affectionately and very accurately refer to her as my travel advisor because she really digs deep into you know what you who you are as a person but also as a couple and what you're really looking for beyond just a, a nice tan uh, or uh, you know a, a margarita on the beach she really wants to go well beyond that and 
and want you to come back with uh, with memories that last a, a lifetime and, and really good memories that last a lifetime. And so she's we've worked very closely on a number of trips. Um, you know, we, we've done California and road trip down the Pacific Coast Highway and, and staying at really incredible properties like the um, uh, Post Ranch Inn in Big Sur. Uh, if if uh, your, your viewers are uh, Googling that, honestly, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Uh, my wife and I will never spend $1,500 a night on a hotel again, I don't think. Um, but to be to be honest and to be fair to this particular resort, it was worth every single American penny that we spent there. It was uh, an amazing, amazing resort. Uh, truly, like stepping into a Lord of the Rings type environment, a Hobbit type uh, uh, landscape where everything is sort of growing over the buildings and very eco-friendly and just an incredible experience. So Sheila helped with finding you know that resort and and finding similar really truly unique experiences uh for us that again memories that will last a lifetime yeah through my travel blog i've actually stayed in several different boutique hotels and uh i actually totally agree with you i love them as opposed to just the big chain hotels and a lot of the boutique hotels are actually locally owned as well so you know that your money is going to a local owner rather than the big yes. uh, chain or franchise. So I'm yep. with you there on supporting local and also supporting boutique. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us about uh, the experience itself. I mean, you mentioned a couple of amazing uh, resorts. I, it makes me almost want to hop on a plane, uh, head over to St. <laughs> Lucia and also to Big Sur and maybe yeah. do a blog review for them. But uh, tell us about the resorts in terms of the... Uh, what 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 part of the boutiqueness do you really like? Is it the bedrooms? Is it the ambience? Is it the staffing? The service? The food? W walk me through the actual experience. Well, you know, to be honest with you, it, it it's all of that. It, you know, uh, experience uh, the you, to define the experience would be from right from the beginning when you you're greeted at the airport when you land in St. Lucia. Now we took a, we, we splurged because it was our honeymoon. Um, we actually hired a, a helicopter pilot and, and had a private flight uh, over the island to um, an airport that was within a couple of kilometers of the resort. So we got to see this one, and I highly recommend that for the extra couple of dollars uh, or a couple of hundred dollars, it's, it gives you a very different perspective of this incredible island or the whatever, wherever you're going. But when we got to the airport, we were greeted there. There was a driver that, that greeted us because they knew we were arriving. Um, you know, again, a very personalized experience and a very genuine experience. Very, these people are well treated, they're well compensated, um, and so they like, and they like what they do, and, and it shows. Um, so, you know, we're having this wonderful conversation. They're talking about the neighborhood that we're driving through as we're going to the resort. And um, when we get to the resort, it's they instantly know who you are. They're congratulating you on your honeymoon. And you feel now you almost feel like you're at home or you've known these people for a long time. Uh, and, and it's just this instant warmth um, that's almost inexplicable, to, you know, hard to describe. But once you're there and you, you see the the quality of the you know the finishings and everything's very intimate there's little pools in different parts of the resort it's not a big expansive resort by any means but it's it's got privacy and intimacy and so if you want to have a casual conversation with you know someone you can but if you want to be swimming in a pool on your own there's probably space over at the one at the far end and no one's no one's there and 
Um, you know, so you, you have the best of both worlds or the best of all worlds really at, at these types of uh, resorts where you're not fighting for that beach chair with, you know, seven other families or people, you know, at 7.30 in the morning. You can wake up when you want, um, you know, you can have your meal right in your room and, and the food is exquisite. It, you know, it, this particular resort, uh, the, the Body Holiday, is, was such a unique one because when we got there, we, we had a menu that was given to us and it wasn't for food. It was to select the body treatments that we wanted to receive every day for every day that we were there. <clears throat> and so you planned your holiday around different types of treatments, whether it was a, you know, a mud massage, a hot stone massage, or, you know, uh, some type of water jet treatment or whatever it was. And, and so every morning you woke up and you're like, okay, we'll have breakfast. We'll go, you know, maybe go do zip lining or we'll do something, but we, we should be back around three because we have this wonderful experience coming up. And so your, your trip, your days were planned around these wonderful body experiences. Um, so it was, it was really different and really unique. And, and, uh, and my wife and I still talk about it. We, you know, we will glad it is adults only. So, you know, when we can, um, get away from our little guy and we feel comfortable in doing that. That's probably the first place we're going to go back to. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, tell us about some of the other travel experiences you've had. You've mentioned St. Lucia, you mentioned Jamaica, Big Sur, anything else that stands out for you? Yeah, we, uh, we did a trip a couple of years ago, uh, to Croatia. My family is Croatian. Uh, I was born in Canada, but my, my dad is Croatian. Uh, and we have lots of relatives back there. So we were planning a, a trip <clears throat> to go spend half of it with my family. And I hadn't seen them in over 25 years. Uh, and then to bring my wife there, of course, to meet them and um, you know to, to see her for the first time. And then we were going to tear ourselves away. Uh, as you might know, when you go see family, it's not, it's not an easy thing to part ways. Uh, God love them. And we had a wonderful time with them. But we spent the other half traveling down the Adriatic coast um, from Zagreb, which is the center uh, of Croatia and the capital. And we just basically head to, headed to the coastline and headed down to Zadar in Split and Dubrovnik. Um, our last stay was in Dubrovnik, just above the, um, the, old, um, the old fortified city. Uh, anybody who knows the Adriatic probably has heard about Dubrovnik, New Dubrovnik, or sorry, the Dubrovnik. And we stayed in a, a very small boutique hotel just above. Uh, it was about a kilometer walk downhill to uh, the old city. And it was a hotel called the Bellevue. Uh, another sort of 150 room hotel, but it was carved right into uh, the rock face. Um, and the hotel had a, an elevator that the shaft was actually bored straight down through the mountain, through the rock, and it opens right onto this beautiful private beach. Um, again, one of those experiences where it's just amazing. And, and the elevator has glass walls, so as you're traveling down through this, this cavern, the walls are all lit up. Uh, the stone is all lit up as you're going through it. It's you, you, you feel like you're traveling into the center of the earth and then the doors open and you walk out into, you know, this beautiful beach with absolutely perfect crystal clear water. Um, you know, really wonderful experience. And the food was spectacular with a, you know, large balcony overlooking, you know, the Adriatic, this little alcove we were in. 
amazing, amazing experience. Great way to end our uh, our two week trip through Croatia. David, are you sure you're not a blogger or a travel writer? Because the way you describe your travel experiences is very <laughs> elegant and very uh, you know uh, uh, it makes you want to go there. You know, it's funny because uh, the one thing I learned from a, a, a very seasoned travel traveler early on was um, when you when you're when you're involved or you're in an experience take it all in you know take in what you're smelling what you're s feeling what you're what you're see you're seeing of course and then you'll remember it for a lifetime it, it it goes deep into you and so you know i find i struggle with some of the words to describe these uh, these intense feelings i have for some of these memories um, you know the honeymoon in saint lucia was spectacular because my wife and i would go and play tennis at you know, eight o'clock at night, and they would look at us like we were crazy. But it, because it was thirty-five degrees and humid, and you know, we would we would be the only people playing tennis, and we would come back and just dive into, you know, the pool that everyone could be in, but no one was there because it was such a quiet, intimate, you know, relaxing place. It felt like we had the resort to ourselves uh, to ourselves so many nights. Um, so you know, again, if people want. It, not everybody likes that. Some people want the hustle and bustle, and and that's great too. But for people, for my wife and I, we really enjoyed the, the 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 intimacy of of the smaller boutique experience for sure. Yeah, you know what you were saying that you're kind of speechless. One of my favorite quotes about travel is that travel leaves you speechless, and then mm -hmm. it turns you into a storyteller. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah, and I've had so many experiences where I just I've been kind of blown away, and sometimes you're in tears just because of the beauty of the things you see. Like uh, we're in South America right now, and I remember Iguazu Falls. I was actually recording uh, the falls with my iPhone, and uh, I came up to the falls, and literally it's massive. It's uh, I think three times the size of Niagara, near kind of yeah. where you are. And uh, mm -hmm. when you walk these waterfalls, you're just floored. Uh, I actually uh, have that video on my YouTube channel recording, and I actually couldn't express anything I was actually literally choking up by the beauty so uh, I can relate yeah. I can relate to the the power of uh, travel and the power of the beauty of the world and the power of these unique experiences like you're describing so David uh, now you have a kid uh, and I know and all the parents watching and listening know how tough it is to travel with kids uh, any plans uh, for the future traveling the little guy uh, yeah you know, in the next months or years to come I think you know in the very near term we're going to build up to more adventurous things um, you know sort of test test the waters a little bit um, we've got a couple of road trips coming up that uh, I think will allow us to see and test how many hours of uh, patience he has and and that sort of thing and and really uh, you know then maybe push the boundaries we we've always dreamt of going on a safari and I and my wife and I we're we we've we almost went on a safari for our honeymoon, but we opted for something a little easier um, and relaxing after the planning and the wedding and all that, the festivities around that. But, uh, but we know that we would love to take William uh, on, a, on a safari when he's old enough. Um, you know, and I'm sure there will be many fun things in between. I, I think we'd like to do some eco-tourism uh, with him uh, early on to really instill in him the importance of, of leaving, um, you know, the minimal footprint on the planet as possible. Uh, so, you know, sort of helping to, to teach him along the way of, you know, travel can be, you know, educational, um, but and fun at the same time and trying to blend those two things uh, with him. So see new cultures, but also 
you know, instill in him the fact that the planet is very important and we need to care for it and, um, you know, hopefully have activities that will reinforce uh, some of those lessons. Awesome. Uh, well, I turned 40 this year, and for my 40th birthday, I had to do my bucket list item, which was Animal Safari. We did it in Kruger National Park in South Africa, and wow. uh, it was an amazing experience, an amazing way to celebrate 40. Um, mm -hmm. In the game park itself, with uh, uh, my wife actually surprised me with the cake, and all these African uh, people, local people, came and they did the song and dance. And again, it was one of these uh, experiences wow. that I'll remember forever. And uh, we had our kids with them, and uh, uh, they still remember all these fond memories of our kids spotting the animals. I mean, it's one thing for us to yeah. see a lion or an elephant or a giraffe, but my daughter keeps raving about. I was the first one to see the giraffe before all of you. I was the first one. And even to this day, she, she still remembers that moment, her being the first one before anyone else, including the guy, see That's the giraffe. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm sure that, that those memories will last their entire lives. They'll be talking about that forever. Yeah, they already are, and they all, I'm sure they will continue to do so. So, yep. David, uh, you know, someone might be listening and watching who is thinking about doing something like a boutique vacation that you've described very eloquently. Uh, mm -hmm. Where would you suggest they start? Because it can get overwhelming with the number yeah. of cities, countries, continents, the number of destinations. I mean, you mentioned a few. How do you pick? Uh, because it can get overwhelming. You know, I, I think it always starts with you and whoever you're traveling with, you know, sitting down and having a very frank conversation about your expectations, about your likes and your wants and your dislikes, you know, the, that's the greatest starting point because then from that point, you'll have an you'll have the best possible idea of what you're, what you're looking for. Um, and again, I think the most important thing is to be honest with yourself and, and if you're traveling with somebody else, to be honest with them, to say, you know what, I, food isn't all that important to me or food is really important to me or, you know what, I, I kind of want to be off the beaten path or some people would be like, I want to be on the biggest, nicest beach. So it's about making sure that, you know, people understand what they're looking for and I think that will help. Um, meet expectations or exceed expectations, uh, you know, in the end. And the thing I found over the years was that I, I did a lot of um, searching on my own and educating myself, and I've made some mistakes, uh, you know, uh, and then I've also had some wonderful experience experiences as well. But coming across somebody, and like a travel advisor, as I, as I mentioned earlier on, that you can trust, that gets to know you and you can build a relationship with them. Uh, and they literally become part of your family, your, your travel family. Uh, you know, Sheila is a good example of that. And, and hopefully you will have that opportunity to speak with her. And you'll see instantly when, you know, you're online with her, she's very different um, in all the right ways. And so what's, what's happened with her is that, you know, we may not travel or have some really fancy trip coming up for the, another couple of years, but she will be the first person I reach out to when we're ready to do it because she knows us and she's very good at what she does. And, and it's not, it's not about selling us a trip or selling, selling us something that's on sale that she might get an extra bonus for, you know, those kind of hidden things that can happen. She's, it's really about making sure that you have a truly exceptional travel experience and that you you really do come back with the memories like the ones you've described uh, and some of the ones I've shared it's really you know know yourself know your travel partner and then you know if you're if you feel comfortable doing it on your own you can get lost in that search it really can be overwhelming 
if you if you want find somebody that that can work with you and and help to help to create those lasting memories with you. Awesome. So, David, uh, uh, once again, maybe uh, give a plug to those resorts. I know neither you or I are getting paid to say this, but uh, <laughs> give a plug away because I think uh, the, uh, the resorts you mentioned, the boutique hotels were really um, uh, moving yeah. in the way you described them. So if people wanted to book, uh, what were the uh, names of those again? Yeah, so I'll give you a few that really stood out. Um, again, let's, let's be uh, transparent. I get nothing for mentioning these. Uh, but I, I got a lot from them when I went yeah. there. So mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Post Ranch Inn in Big Sur, California, uh, truly exceptional, worth the little detour off uh, the Pacific Coast Highway. You won't, even if you went for lunch there, it's really uh, quite an experience. Uh, in Rome, we stayed at a hotel called the Cavalieri, which is perched above the, the city of Rome. The Vatican is a little bit below. Um, it's like walking into uh, an art gallery, the best art gallery you've ever been in. But you know how art galleries can be cold and unfriendly? This is the exact opposite. The hotel is truly spectacular um, and, and beyond your expectations. Uh, in Florence, uh, in Tuscany, we stayed in a hotel uh, that was a 16th century um, castle called the Villa La Massa. So Villa La Massa. Again, truly spectacular experience in a in a beautiful part of the country. So you're a 15 minute drive from Florence, but you're a little bit away. It's very quiet. It's incredibly picturesque. Um, the villa, the Bellevue Hotel uh, in uh, in Dubrovnik, Croatia. Uh, really, really. There's not a lot of places that have their own private uh, beaches there. Uh, so if you're looking for you know, the adventure of going into the old town and, and everything that's going on around there, but also being able to just maybe go for a swim in the afternoon uh, at, a, at your own little private beach. This is someplace uh, definitely worth considering. Uh, and of course, our honeymoon was spent in St. Lucia at the body holiday. Uh, and it truly is a body holiday. You will want to go back and pamper your body multiple times over your lifetime there for sure. Awesome. Thanks again, David, for your time. Uh, uh, to end off with, why don't you share about the app, uh, the website, and any of the social media by which people can contact you, uh, both for the app, but also uh, for any of these travel experiences. Maybe they want to get a little bit more uh, questions in. How can they reach you? Sure. Um, it, first of all, my email address, if they want to fire off any questions. Uh, I'm at davidm uh, at s-h-a-p-p dot ca so that's easy enough david m at shap dot ca um, and the app is you can go and find it at shap the app dot com or shap dot ca uh, and again you'll you'll find a little bit of information about what we're trying to do there and how we're trying to change people's uh, shopping experience for the better well, I definitely wish you the best uh, in many, many ways uh, with the shopping app as a new dad and with your travels to come Thank you so much, I, and I wish you all the best as well. Thank you for having me on your show. You're very welcome. Uh, it was very ins inspiring to hear your stories there, David. Thanks, Rick. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast where we teach you how to travel the world in many different ways. We've covered boutique, boutique travel in the past, everything from like couch surfing to hitchhiking. Uh, we've covered uh, luxury travel, uh, luxury travel for families, and this was a very unique episode because we covered boutique travel 
for couples. So if you are a couple who wanted to get into uh, some of these boutique stays, I uh, highly recommend connecting with David and uh, Sheila, the other lady we mentioned, and uh, checking out any of those resorts uh, that David mentioned. I know I will be in the future, and I, my wife will love me for it, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, so thanks, thanks everyone. Make sure you leave us a rating review if you're listening to this to iTunes. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, subscribe, comment, and share. It helps us out. Get the word out about the podcast. Thanks, and we'll uh, catch you in the next episode. Happy travels.